0: Welcome to the Cowbell Fever Podcast. Wait, what? The Cowbell Fever Podcast? Well, yes, I changed the name. Berkeyguide.com remains the site that you should use to find out all unofficial things Berkey. But I was wandering around Hayward in February, and I found that after a couple of beers, no one could really understand me when I told them the name of the podcast. guy? No. Then I would spell it out. But Cowbell Fever? Everyone knows cowbells. Everyone has the fever. So, cowbell fever. Also, I get to use the cowbell more in the background. So, before the show, some housekeeping. Of course, the podcast and your podcaster have not been immune to the effects of COVID-19, although at least so far, we've not contracted it. We can only count ourselves lucky, or maybe stupid, that the Berkey occurred when it did. Had the epidemic hit three weeks earlier, the race certainly would have been canceled. We would have missed a perfect day of skiing and the full Berkey experience. Let us hope we all stay healthy and that we can assemble safely next winter in Cable and on Main Street. That said, some of the plans for the podcast have been upended by the pandemic. First, I plan to talk to other Berkey skiers who are going to run the Boston Marathon, since the New York Times once described the Berkey as the Boston Marathon of of cross-country skiing. Also, I was going to be doing both for the fourth time in the same year and wanted to find out how other skiers make the transition. I wrote some code to scrape the Boston Marathon start list and the Berkey finisher list and I found 34 other skier runners, more than I had thought, and the Berkey office put out a call for people to get in touch. I expected a couple. Two-thirds of them did. At that point, I was overwhelmed and trying to figure out how to fashion the podcast with so many voices when it became very clear that the Boston Marathon was not going to be happening. No more need to go out for 20-mile runs and the podcast will have to get pushed back till next year. In addition to that podcast, the Lopet Foundation in Minneapolis had given me press credentials, and I was excited to interview athletes and spectators and volunteers and Berkey-adjacent people there for the World Cup. Of course, that disappeared as well. We do have a lot of material from Main Street. It's coming. And we were able to talk to Team Greg, Brian, and Caitlin about their post-Berkey journey of the Voss Lopit in Sweden. Look for that soon. It was going to be uh, very time-sensitive, and then with COVID, everything's less time-sensitive. Also, given a lot of good feedback I've gotten from the podcast and people at the Berkey, and it was actually listed on a uh, website as the mo- most popular ski podcast, so really thanks for listening, everyone. I just decided to put up a Patreon. Now, some of you may not know what that is, and it's a way for people to support things they like on the internet, like podcasts, well, and I guess the website in general. So, for as little as a dollar a month, you can keep me honest and keep me creating Berkey content and keep the Berkey information coming year round. Of course, I do it for free. And I also put this up before the economy crashed. But if you're interested, if you have one of these jobs, you can work from home. You can go to patreon.com slash Of course, I renamed the podcast to make it simpler. And then this is um, more complicated. So Patreon is patreo dot o, f as in Foxtrot, s as in Sierra, e, v as in Victor, i, t, which is my last name. And I'm used to doing that, yes. Or go to the Berkeyguide.com website and find out more there. And if you support us, I will thank you on the podcast, and we already do have a supporter, so thank you, Jim Kelly. And I might even get branded cowbells or send out for something like that. Check that out, patreon.com slash offset. Um, today, with Berkey registration opening, I caught up with Ben Pop and recap this year's race and then talked to the Berkey about how they're planning for the events in the future, given all the uncertainty sounds like they are coming up with some interesting ideas and hopefully whatever happens with the Berkey next year something good will happen so take a listen Thanks, Ben, for coming on. Um, It's obviously we're in pretty different situations. I'm getting a view of the uh, POP living room. Brown ground outside. I guess we're in April and the snow has gone out. So Berkey Trail's mostly melted off by now. Uh,
1: You can still ski up at Telmark or the Berkey Start area on the man-made loops or the the artificial snow loops, as well as some, uh, some areas north of Timber Trail. But for the most part, it's uh, you got to be a diehard wanting to get out there. The, the the spring is arriving, and it is a little bit of snow coming down today. But for the most part, uh, we're in transition mode, that's for sure.
0: I think the first thing we want to talk about is, you know, it was barely a month ago, but uh, just what a great Berkey everyone had. And, you know, I know anyone who skied the race had, it was fast, it was fun, it, uh, a beautiful day to be on Main Street, be on the lake at the end of the race. But how did it go from the uh, Berkey end?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it was... a uh, it was a really a spectacular week. Um, you know, we had great conditions leading in, record numbers of people showed up, lots of spectators uh, throughout the whole week. And then to cap it off with just an amazing race Saturday. Uh, record speed for the women the men could have and likely would have had a record time as well but they started to have a little gamesmanship involved but uh, honestly uh, a lot of feedback of people had a great experience I think the staff felt really good about the product uh, that we were able to put together and I think the community as a whole had just lots of great feedback getting a chance to talk with the county board members and and law enforcement and the medical people a lot of the housing folks I just you know great weather great conditions and it ended up up being uh it was an awesome time and uh we were pretty darn happy at the end of it and let's just say planning for Berkey 2021 immediately began the next day because the excitement level was awfully high
0: and you also had the Fat Bite Berkey event uh, a couple weeks later
1: two weeks later we had the fat bike Berkey and, you know, honestly, you know, looking back now, obviously we're really fortunate to get Berkey 20 in, but not to mention fat bike Berkey 20, which was, uh, you know, March 7th. I mean, really in honesty, at that point, the, there was no COVID 19 on our radar whatsoever. Um, you know, we had been working with, uh, you know, the FBI, the national guard, all of our security partners leading up. And, you know, it just was not on any of our radar at all. And then again, and two weeks later, we put on Fat Bike Berkey, and again, it was still not really uh, any issues in Northern Wisconsin at that point in time that was even something that we were considering. And so then Fat Bike Berkey uh, comes, and it's a, you know what, it was another spectacular event in terms of record speed on the bike. People had a ton of fun, and it was one of those days thirty five and sunny that got up to almost forty five by the afternoon and uh, We started the race a little early just to keep it that fast and People made it in two hours before the last cutoff. the very last person made it in two hours ahead of cutoff that 's how nice it was and so we were lucky with just a great winter of events and uh you know we had Shipped our uh, some of our grooming staff were, were headed down to Minneapolis to help uh, with the World Cup, um, and the rest of us were going to be heading down there then later that week. And boy, did things change in a hurry! You know, the grooming staff, like I said, had been down there uh, helping build out the stadium and push out some of the snow, and uh, then got the call. I think it was Wednesday night, I want to say from John that uh they were gonna have to pull the plug and uh, boy that was you know we, they, by then the information had started ramping up that what was gonna things were arising and and uh but the teams had already ar- ar- you know had already arrived in Quebec City okay this is gonna happen and wow how quickly things changed and so boy looking back the fact that Berkey 2020 and uh happened the way it did was uh certainly uh, uh pretty darn amazing
0: knowing what we know now fat by Berkey, bringing that many people into one place probably would have been a very hard thing to put on.
1: Oh, for sure. I don't think we... Knowing what we know now would have... Uh, I think it would have been a hard decision to do it. I think it would have been the pertinent thing to say there's no way that we should be bringing people from 23 different states, uh, two different countries, three different countries to northern Wisconsin. And uh, those are the things that obviously can create this this spread of what's what can happen. And uh, so we we're, again, yeah, I think... Uh, Knowledge is power, and had we known that, the likelihood of us doing it would probably have been pretty low.
0: The timing was at least p- perfect or, or, or good, at least to get the events off this year, and we now go into a lull where Berkey doesn't really have any events till the fall. Trail race coming up, that, that, that race is, you know, a race where actually probably pretty good social distancing, but uh, I, I'm sure it's on your radar of whether, whether you're going to be able to have that or not.
1: Oh, for sure. You know, I think a lot of the early season races, Boston, etc. have rescheduled into late September and the like in the fall, hoping this will come. And I think, you know, again, we've been fortunate to work with a lot of public health officials, the CDC, some other um, medical providers for other large events from around the world. And, you know, there's just so much uncertainty right now to know what's going to happen as uh, the search for vaccines and tests and what will happen uh, happens. So, Honestly, I think uh, we take it at this point day by day, week by week, month by month. But our next big milestone is May 1st when we feel like hopefully there's some more information right now in Wisconsin. It looks like that's about the time it starts to... to peak and starts to come back down and uh, again hopefully by then there's more information more understanding and I think it's going to be a pretty fluid situation throughout you know we get a lot of feedback of course of people that are out biking and running and doing all these things outside uh, from a social distance standpoint but uh, you know some people talking about how they're going to soon be in the best shape of their life because you know they're stuck at their house and then they head out for a run or a bike or something uh, just to keep their sanity and so you know we're hopeful as an event organizer that we're able to do it but on the flip side also realizing that uh, we have to come up with some alternatives everything from um you know there's a lot of virtual races out there by now but uh, you know we might be fortunate of hopefully by then that uh, the Berkey Trail is a pretty nice place to have some social distancing that Perhaps we can have some components of a race, but maybe just not in a traditional sense. You know, putting up the timing wires and uh, allowing people over a period of time to go out and run the race courses. We can capture their times. They can get some of the sponsor benefits of, you know, a free uh, burger and beer at the Senex or whatever it might be, because a lot of it is the community wanting to come together. And so we'll see what happens. It is the the national championship for the trail half marathon. So we've been working with USATF on that and what that might look like. And again, there's so many unknowns right now, which I think is creating a lot of uncertainty out there. But uh, we'll just have to play it day by day and see what happens.
0: You know, I think that's something that probably a lot of running races don't understand that, that skiers do is the concept of an interval start race. You could take a half marathon national championship and just make it an interval start race. Now, a runner would have no idea what that was, but you just say, go up to the line. I think they'd get it near every 30 seconds. We're going to start someone. And then if you pass someone, we're on the Berkey Trail. It's 30 feet wide. So you get all the way to one side or all the way to the other. Um, it would be a very different race, but maybe something like that would work.
1: You know, there there is nothing off the table at this point in time, that's for sure. I think the idea of coming up with some creative... Uh solutions in a time like this is what it's going to take. You know, we'll get back to quote unquote normal at some point in time in your intermittent time here. We're going to have to come up with some uh, some new ideas. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't pull that one off the table. I think that's uh, a true possibility.
0: Well, I've I've said before, maybe on this podcast, maybe just, uh, just a bunch of people, uh, but not on the air that I was interested in the 100K. Now, whether that happens or not, I uh, have a lot of time to run. I'm putting in the miles now. We we're gonna do a podcast where we were gonna to talk to people who are doing doing the Berkey, and then eight weeks later, the Boston Marathon. Get a lot of interest, thanks to Berkey staff for 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 setting that up, and of course right after I sent that email out it became very clear that the Boston Marathon was gonna be postponed if not cancelled and and then it was. And the Boston Marathon as rescheduled now would be a nice two week before warm up for the Berkey Trail run. So maybe maybe some of us will get to do that. Yeah that's right. So shifting from the Berkey Trail run, then that gets into next winter, you know, I think usually if we were talking about this time of year we wouldn't be talking about the Berkey, but and it's always the question of where will we be in 11 months and is there going to be a Berkey 2021?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair question that came up, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. We're like, of course, there's going to be a Berkey 2021. And, you know, I think uh, the reality is there's a lot of unknowns um, about what the climate's going to be like then. But, uh, you know, I think as an organization, we've now committed to the fact that there will be a Berkey 2021. People are going to register. They're going to get a bib. They're going to get a cool gift, a hat, and they're going to get credit for their race but it may not be in the traditional sense. You know, there's a variety of things that could happen. It could be that, I mean, everything from the worst case scenario where you have to uh, do your Berkey wherever you live to being able to come up and ski the Berkey on the Berkey Trail, but just not uh, in the traditional sense to skiing the Berkey in designated remote areas. Um, You know, maybe it's into Craftsbury or Lapham Peak or Worth Park or Sun Valley. You know, Um, we have this great network of of support and folks that we could perhaps do something something like that. But, you know, we're not at that point yet. Um, we're still hopeful that again, we've been working really close with the public health officials here in the state, as well as at the federal level. And there's so much unknown. Um, between testing and vaccines and everything in between, you know, like I said, we're going to be able to guarantee that there will absolutely be a Berkey, that people are going to be able to get their 23rd cordal open or their 16th Berkey or their first Prince token or whatever it is they sign up for. But it just may not be in the traditional sense of what that normally looks like. So it's, uh, you know, uh, a time where we think health and activity is more important than ever. And we're going to be there to try and uh, create some sense of normalcy in people's outdoor active lifestyle and see where that brings us as uh, the road of life takes us
0: it's funny you used the word climate a few minutes ago to describe sort of what what we'd be looking at then and i think if you'd said that a month ago we'd say well you don't you don't think like you can you can tell what the weather's going to be but uh we're sort of looking at this as as sort of with the well is the snow going to melt are we going to have a good base but um all sorts of other factors so it's it's Good to hear that we're gonna do something and I think the, the nice thing is that a lot of people are learning flexibility. The logistics of holding an event like the Berkey is one thing, but holding it holding that this size of event in, in a small town uh with only so many resources makes it even more tricky.
1: Yeah, for sure. And the good news is as we're sitting here it started snowing outside. So see that's a good sign. But uh
0: Yeah, hoard some of that snow for next year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I think that, uh, that's exactly the case. And I think now is when we have to find strength together as a community, both a ski community, uh, a bigger community of Wisconsin, a bigger community of the U S et cetera, that, uh, we're going to get through this. It's, uh, you know, the proverb that talks about, you know, when it's sunny plan for rain and when it's raining plan for sunshine, I mean, it will be sunny again sometime and, and, uh, we're going to get through this and, and when we are, we'll be ready to, Get this thing rolling again.
0: Thanks very much for talking about that. Um, registration details. The It's opened right now for members of the Berkey Foundation.
1: Yeah, you can join. This is our membership drive, so you can register early. by If you become a member right now, then you can also register for the race. Get your name on your bib, uh, which is kind of cool. We started that last year. And so that's the first week here in April, and then I think that ends uh, on the seventh, one full week, and then um, and then regular registration opens May first. One of the changes we did do this year, um, and we kind of pushed it over the edge with what's going on, is we got rid of uh, date price hikes. Felt like this was the time to do it in terms of um, you know, gosh, you got to register by this date for this price because it uh, you know this is the time when it's not right for everybody, whether you know there's financial hardships or uncertainties, so. Yes. <laughs> we went to an inventory-based model. So it's very similar to Ironman and other events that there's the 3,000 people at the first price level. And we get that many, then it goes up $10. And so it's similar to those events. And uh, it also, you know, if there's no demand right now because people are uncertain, then the price just kind of stays at that level for as long as till people feel comfortable and start registering. So we went to an inventory model and it certainly helps from a planning standpoint, but then also felt like it was a right time to do that with this uncertainty of, of just again, back to the, the, quote-unquote COVID-19 climate, if you will. and uh, But that's really the only changes here from the registration standpoint. Um, otherwise, same time, uh, May 1, and away we go.
0: And I'm sure that you'll be sending out all sorts of reminders uh, to people when things start getting close to those you know, twenty eight hundred fifty people are registered. Yeah, he'll
1: get an email. Yeah, same thing. I mean, we'll you know Nancy and that group is awesome about hey, just keeping people informed. And you know now, hey, people are getting more interested in this. We have two thousand people registered or whatnot. Um, you know, typically we register about three thousand people in the first week. Um, again, this year, who knows? I mean, it's just hard to say if people are comfortable with it. They're rioty, they're excited, or they're not. And knowing that you know Berkey twenty twenty one might be a you know a twenty five lap race of two ks at Elver Park in Madison or it might be uh, just the usual Berkey. We don't know that right now, so we'll see how people respond to that, and uh, we'll just keep planning away up here in northern Wisconsin.
0: All right, well, thanks very much again, and uh, stay safe up there. Hope that all the Berkey staff and and the whole region up there is doing well and that everyone is uh, safe and healthy, and, yeah, hope for the best, plan for the worst, and hopefully we will see you soon in northern Wisconsin.
1: Uh, You got it. Thanks for having me.
0: thanks as always, Ben. If you enjoyed our new theme music, you can thank my friend Catherine Carlson, who's Norwegian from Wisconsin and skied her first quarter look at this year. She's also a fiddle player, obviously. So thanks, Catherine. And again, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com off seven. Thanks for listening. Stay well, stay healthy, and we'll be back on the air soon.